Hi everyone, I'm Becky. And this is Claire. And welcome to another episode of Podway! Yay! So in this podcast, you probably already know, but we always (laughs) talk about things related to musical theaters and plays. And in today's episode, we are doing a special one and we're doing a holy musical Batman. But Claire, every episode we record is a special episode. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Aw, that's very nice to know. Thank you. So you probably are familiar with Holy Musical Batman. And if you're not, then please know that it is a Star Kids production. And that is special because I feel like Star Kids is probably the biggest production we record episodes from. So we did a very Potter musical, a very Potter sequel twisted and now we're doing holy musical batman and we'll probably keep going more and more and cover more of their production moving forward so thank you so much star kids musical you are single-handedly um giving us musical episode ideas so let's give you a short summary of what this musical is about so holy musical batman like the name suggests tells the story of the superhero batman as he develops friendships and saves gotham from supervillains so i'm not going to ask you about your familiarity with star kids because we cover that in a very potter musical and then probably a little bit more in other star kids production musical we covered before but Uh, I do know you have a very special connection to Batman. So you want to tell us about that? Special connection. It makes it sound like, yeah, I know him. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But but I don't actually remember how or when I knew of Batman, but I love Batman because of Christopher Nolan's The Batman series. And Mm -hmm. it was so good. And just for the record, we actually rewatched the entire three movies over the holiday. So this is very fresh and recent in my mind. I think a lot of people can agree that Dark Knight really is a fantastic movie. It's probably my all-time favorite superhero movie, even though I follow Marvel a lot, but Batman holds like a special place. By the way, I never really watched Batman outside of the Nolan series. So if you're talking about Justice League or other DC series that features Batman, sorry, I don't know about them. But to me, Batman will be the Batman from like Dark Knight, like Nolan series. And, <laughs> and I guess because just how great that movie was, it gave me that impression though, even though he doesn't really have any superpower or anything, he punched people with his bare hands and stuff, which is not really cool if you think about all the magical powers and things that Marvel heroes can do. But to me, it holds a special place. And I always kind of, like Batman because of those movie series. So I'm excited to cover this one, or at least I was excited to watch this one because it has Batman in it. (laughs) But how about you? So I was wondering if you were going to bring up the fact that you had the chance to introduce me to the Nolan series, or at least the Dark Knight. I was was honored. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I was honored to do that. Yeah, so I didn't watch any of the Nolan, um, there are three, right? It's a trilogy, the Nolan trilogy. And the only familiarity of Batman that I have is from the animated series and also the Justice League animated series. I don't follow really the DC universe, the DCEU, or I didn't watch either of the other two Nolan uh, Batman movies either. By the way... Uh-huh. What's DCEU? Like, what does the E stands for? That's a great question. And I have, I do actually know. <laughs> I was about to say I have no idea, but I do. It's uh, the DC Extended Universe. Oh, that makes much more sense now. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I think the MCU makes a lot more sense because you're used yeah. to like Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but E, if I'm not mistaken, stands for Extended. So no familiarity whatsoever with the live action stuff familiarity with Batman the cartoon from my childhood but I wasn't a very big fan I feel like I'll be crucified for this but in terms of DC there's always a question of whether you prefer Batman or Superman and 99% of people say Batman and I always preferred Superman for the most superficial reasons the reason was I thought Superman was really cute and since I was a kid so (laughs) I was like oh I think you're very good looking and therefore I will support you so I have <laughs> shitty, shitty reasons for preferring Superman, but I stuck by them. I stuck by the superficiality. The halo effect is real, as you can see. 
And that is just to say, Batman has never been a favorite superhero of mine, unlike many, many other people. So uh, I don't have that special connection to Batman. Um, so I wonder how different our perspectives are going to be watching this uh, musical and kind of analyzing it from character perspective or also from enjoyment level, whether it will affect how we each see it. So really looking forward to that. In terms of Holy Musical Batman, I know you have no familiarity with it, so I didn't even ask. But for me, I watched it either in 2012 or 2013 or something so just after it came out shortly and as I mentioned before I had a friend group that was really into Starkid and my best friend at the time my high school best friend was also really into Starkids and was super duper into Batman specifically <laughs> so obviously she knew a lot about it we both watched the show um, and we enjoyed it so 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 much so much so I would say that there is this one song in there I don't remember the title but it's the song that Batman and Robin sing and oh the this, dynamic the duet? dynamic duet yeah duet yeah so we prepared to perform it together oh, and we actually didn't so we didn't in the end oh. um, because we couldn't agree who's gonna be Batman who's gonna be Robin that was going <laughs> to be my question that was so going to be my question in all fairness, probably I should have been Robin considering uh, my physicality matches him a little bit more. I'm like a more petite person. So it makes more sense to do all of that. But I didn't want to be Robin because Robin, I thought, was a little bit boring. So okay, <laughs> it didn't come okay. to be. We performed something else. We performed from Phantom. So that was a lot of fun. And I have a lot of fun memories towards Holly Musical Batman. I've rewatched it several times. And for me, it's a great musical spoiler thoughts to my thoughts about the musical but I enjoyed it a lot and we can go a little bit more in depth into the plot of the musical and into the music the musical opens with Batman's famous backstory so for those of you who don't know his parents were murdered by a mugger in front of Bruce Wayne which is their child Batman um, their death motivated young Bruce to train hard and become the Batman a superhero who keeps the city of Gotham safe to honor his contribution, this is now in the present, not the flashback to his memory, um, to the city of Gotham, Batman is given a key to the city when Superman shows up. Batman is on his plane surveying the city when um, Superman just starts racing him, winning several times over and humiliating him completely. The two of them have some kind of like rivalry, 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 rivalry. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, going, which upsets Batman enough to leave the ceremony. And after Batman leaves, Superman tries to convince the citizens to give the key up to him, since his powers are superior to Batman and he was a superhero first. But the citizens love Batman and refuse to give him the key. We then cut to Batman arriving to his mansion, where he is comforted by his butler, Alfred, after his humiliating loss to Superman. Batman reflects on how lonely he is without a friend after um, he decides to fire Alfred for absolutely no good reason. He starts singing about how much he wants a buddy and joined and is joined by all the other superheroes that feel the same way as he does. So all of them are very, very lonely. Superman rings Batman to try and strike up a friendship with him, but nobody picks up. And he meets Green Lantern and has a heart-to-heart -heart about how ignored he feels as a, as a superhero and why he thinks Batman is overrated. And he is therefore right afterwards ignored by Green Lantern and by all of the other superheroes. Meanwhile, the supervillains gather to discuss their Batman problem when a new candy-themed supervillain called Sweet Tooth comes to town. He concocts a plan using every single villain in Gotham to kill Batman and he also becomes the new king of crime of Gotham. Then we cut back to Batman. He is still feeling very sad and lonely in his little bat cave. And Alfred, in disguise, arranges an orphan for him from the circus. That orphan kid is Dick Grayson. And he and Batman hit it off immediately. And Batman invites him to stay with him permanently. Bruce confesses that he's actually Batman. And Dick confesses in return that he always dreamed about being his sidekick. He asks Dick to make a secret oath, and in the process, we find out Dick's parents were killed during an acrobatic performance by a Robin, of all things, which is now what scares him the most. 
And therefore, he decides to name his secret identity as Robin to inspire terror in his enemies. The two start neutralizing all the villains that start popping up across Gotham, and Sweet Tooth learns of Robin's existence and decides to take advantage of his connection to Batman to destroy him once and for all. That was the end of Act 1, and Act 2 opens up with all the citizens agreeing that Robin sucks and Batman was better (laughs) off as a loner. (laughs) Uh, Interesting turn of events. Meanwhile, Sweet Tooth kidnaps Robin while he fights crime, and Sweet Tooth then broadcasts his evil plan to Gotham, both showing that he has Robin in his possession and revealing that tomorrow he will put nuclear airhead in Gotham's water supply, killing whoever drinks from it. He gives the people of Gotham a choice of killing Robin or dying themselves from the nuclear warhead, warning that if Batman saves Robin, he will release the warhead and they will die anyway. And the way that he gives the people the choice is through a poll that is on the internet. When Batman hears this, he collapses and wishes that Alfred was there. And Alfred reveals that he never left in the first place and advises Batman on what to do next. After the conversation, Batman decides to save Robin instead of all of the citizens of Gotham, and he broadcasts his decision on Twitter, which causes the president to call and ask Superman to try and stop him instead. Batman shows up to save Robin, and Sweet Tooth quickly escapes with Robin before Batman could catch up to him. However, before Batman could run after them, Superman finds him and the two start fighting. Batman wins pretty easily after he um, manages to get some kryptonite, um, and then he runs after Robin and Sweet Tooth. He manages to catch onto them and save Robin from Sweet Tooth, but before um, Sweet Tooth actually falls to his death, he deploys the warhead into the water supply. Batman wants to leave Gotham with Robin afterwards, but Robin convinces him to do the right thing by showing him the poll results. So essentially, the people of Gotham unanimously decided to release the warhead in order to save Robin. Robin then also convinces Batman to ask Superman for his help to save Gotham, and the two become friends. Uh, Superman reverses Earth by flying faster than the speed of light to before the warhead was deployed, and he then throws the warhead into the sun, therefore saving the day. Now, Batman, Robin, Superman, and all the other superheroes become friends, and that is the ending. So should we go into these songs? Sure. All right. So the first song is Holy Musical Batman. What do you think? (laughs) Yeah, she sounds very, very catchy. I thought it was very nice of them to summarize Bruce's stories in pretty much like maybe the first 10 lines or something. Very clever use of one and two, like how um, one night, two parents and one vow, two lives, that sort of thing. So I thought that was nice. But other than that, I have to say my overall critique of the show is that much of their lyrics are quite straightforward and Hmm. If I may, it just, they're quite stupid sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I feel like this is one of the cases where there were actually some clever and nice lyrics. But then Mm -hmm. other than that, a lot of the songs that comes after this has some pretty random lyrics that I don't really understand why that is. But anyways, (laughs) we'll get to them later. Aside from my critique of the lyrics, I thought musically it's it's okay. It's very traditional Starkey in the sense that it's very long and it sort of give you the worldview along with a lot of the comments in between. So I feel like I see this in Twisted, obviously, and for sure. Um, and I also see this in a very Potter musical too. So may- mm-hmm. maybe is how they typically open up the show. Maybe it's a traditional, very classic Star Kid things to do. I don't know. I personally don't really enjoy a very, very long number, but I can see why it's convenient. So it's an okay opener for me. I just thought like the first few lines were really, really good. You know what? I totally agree with you on that. So for me, I also thought it was a good opener. It's a good introduction to the show. It's really catchy in terms of the melody and also the lyrics are pretty good. And I especially love the beginning of the song about how they detail how Bruce's parents were killed. And I think that part completely agree stands out in comparison to the rest of the song. Like that first two verses, I think were genius. 
I don't know if it's part of the joke for the remainder of the song, um, lyrics wise, but I always thought it was super funny how the lyrics go. It makes me want to say holy musical Batman. Like <laughs> it makes no sense. So either I'm right and it is a joke and that's joke, like the, the fact that it makes no sense or the fact that there is no better way to shoehorn it in or I'm missing something. What do you think? I would prefer to think that it doesn't mean anything. Okay, good. So it's yeah. like the joke is that it's meaningless, right? Yeah, that's my uh, guess. That's my yeah. guess. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Okay, I'm glad we're in agreement. In terms of things that are related to that opening part, I think I better mention it here just to get it off um, right away. I really love how the character of Batman is so childish here. Like he has arrested development or something due to his parents' death and also being coddled by Alfred his entire life and being a billionaire and all the other reasons. And I think it makes a lot of sense and it really helps sell his character as likable and believable. As I mentioned before, Batman has never been one of my favorite characters. And I think part of the reason it's is he's always portrayed as like very broody and kind of like I am the knight or whatever. And I think making fun of it or putting him in a little bit more of a jokey light really helps sell his characters to me, who was never big on his character to begin with. But I wonder what you thought of that move. I have to say, I experienced similar feelings as when I was watching the A Very Hot Potter musical. Like at first I couldn't get used to it. Mm -hmm. I was actually quite annoyed with the take that they have on Batman. And I think it's because just how serious I thought about the, the movie and the character himself makes me feel like he is a comp well, he is a complicated character with a lot of emotions, traumas, whatever. And I feel like for a character that it takes deeply seriously about and to turn it into like a more of a comedic character in a show like this was something that I had to use some time to get used to I think mm -hmm. so at first maybe the first 10 or 20 minutes of the show I was thinking to myself like oh my god I'm not going to enjoy this at all um, and part of the reason is just how baby-ish they make Batman feel like even though I get the joke yes it's funny probably to some people but I just couldn't appreciate the humor at first but mm -hmm. I have to say I think after some time and then knowing what Star Kid is doing or is trying to do and having some previous experiences watching their shows helped me to get into it much more quickly and I, I guess to help me to take things a lot less seriously than I needed to. So that was helpful. That was good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. his character grow on you in the end? Like, could you appreciate it by the end of it? Could you see like any similarities between him and the character of Batman you're used to? I will be honest and say that I don't really like the version of Batman here I feel like they could have done more with him mm -hmm. because even though the show is called um the Batman or I guess the holy musical Batman but mm -hmm. I don't feel like he's the central character for Ooh. some reason I feel like a lot of the songs um, they don't really have a lot of songs to begin with so that yeah. could be one problem but a lot of the songs are shared among like other people like Alfred Superman or even the villains which is cool I like that but I just don't feel like he has much of a development other than the fact that he made a friend with Robin superficially in the middle of the show and then he befriended with Superman by the end of it. And that's pretty much it. There was not much other than that. And I feel like that is still kept to a relatively more superficial level compared to, let's say, Twisted, where uh, we said Jafar like going through a pretty much a whole journey of right. um, where he was, like who he is and, and how he makes those decisions, that kind of thing. So the fact that they're trying to make Batman somebody who whines about being lonely, which is okay, <laughs> which is good, um, but they never really go beyond that was something that I feel like it was a little bit of, of a shame for me because I feel <laughs> like there's a lot of rooms that they could work with. But I guess whether it's the length of the show that I have to keep to, or maybe just the number of the songs, I don't know what it is. Maybe it is um, and it is an older musical that it did, right? By if I'm year. not wrong. Sorry? By a year. By I think year. this one came in 2012 and Twisted came in 2013. Okay. Okay. 
Um, Drastic but yeah, improvement I, there. <laughs> We're yeah, twisted, sure. I think. Yeah, for sure. I can see what you mean, by the way. So I think if I understand correctly, the issue is the lack of internal conflict that Batman has. Yeah. So in Harry Potter, in a Harry Potter musical, for example, there is the to have a home moment mm-hmm. or um, in Twisted, you obviously have Twisted as the song that shows or showcases the internal conflict of the main character very, very well or what yeah. they wish for in a way or whichever theme the character wants to explore within themselves and in here it's a little bit lacking yes it's definitely front and centered but it is more superficial and I 100% agree with you on that I think this one is supposed to be a little bit more corny and campy um you know like older superhero movies tended to get like if you consider the Tobey Maguire Batman trilogy a lot of them can be a lot more corny and campy but they still have themes to them and I think it takes after that but a little bit lacking on the theme aspect so Hmm. I agree with you on that to be honest I haven't thought about it okay yeah I guess the other thing is it just doesn't really have a lot of emotional moment for me in this one like Batman has this more emotional song I guess we'll get to that like shortly after this one and then it's dark sad lonely night and where he sings about just how lonely he is but then even in that number there's some weird humor where he talks about his breakfast and stuff um and it doesn't feel very sincere to me and I appreciate humor when humor comes into the picture and I can appreciate humor in like a very Potter musical for example but even there they still have a more sincere moment where he sings about like Dumbledore's death and like their relationship and stuff like that and I feel like in this musical it just lacks that emotional element to be engaged like I never really feel like I could sympathize with him much more other than the superficial fact that he is lonely. And that's pretty much all you'll learn about him in terms of internal struggle or emotional connection with a character. And I even feel like I have more of an emotional character with Superman versus with Batman, which is really, yeah, which is really ironic, I guess. But we'll get to them. We'll get to them. I feel like I'm speaking way more. (laughs) And we're just at the first song, so sorry about yeah. that yeah yeah oh that's okay I think the <laughs> tangents are what we're here for but yeah I am really shocked that you felt the same way about um the characters as me in terms of Superman is my favorite here I don't know if he's your favorite but I definitely thought that there was more emotional depth to him yeah um okay the next one I have very little to say on it's dark sad lonely night yeah like I said I think musically it's okay Oh, the other part about the music that I have to comment on is mm-hmm. just how simple the instrument use in pretty much all of their songs. I don't know if it's because they have a smaller band or they have a lack of instruments or equipments to play with, but a lot of the elements are very, very simple to the point that it feels boring and repetitive. And sometimes the numbers can sound similar to each other, for mm-hmm. me at least. And this song, especially the last part was way too repetitive for me, even though I get it, that is probably a symbolism of just how much Batman really needs somebody to be with. But the fact that they repeat it over and over and over again, I love their music for the most part. I just uh-huh. feel like they could be more creative with the instruments in, in the songs in this show. Oh, okay. I have to disagree with you on instrumentation, at least for me, for my taste. I think the instrumentation is similar to what they had in previous production that they had. It's very bare bone and it's not super duper, like you won't find string quartets or something like that, or like 28 pieces in the band, but it works for what they have. And I enjoy the simplicity for a lot of the songs they work. Um, There are some very, very simple songs here that are both instrument simple wise and also lyrics um, and the melody too, like the dynamic duet, in my opinion, and also to be a man is a little bit simple, but I think that's their strength. I think the fact that they're so simple makes it a lot catchier than it would be if it was more complex. So maybe different perspective there but in terms of dark sad lonely night I say this one is a little bit forgettable in my opinion even though I watched the musical several times it's not too bad but there aren't very many hooks 
And it's mainly for narrative purposes for me rather than the enjoyment of the song itself. Like there are some songs I really, really like from this musical, but the ones I don't like, I find very mediocre. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Okay. The next two I'm going to combine because it's Rogues Are We and then the reprise for Rogues Are We. What do you think? Um, I guess this is where we are introduced to all the villains and especially Sweet Tooth's character. Yeah. I have a lot to say about his character, actually. Oh, um, I'm all ears. <laughs> I personally enjoy his performance. I know his Aladdin yeah. from Twisted, which is amazing. I, I think it's really quite amazing. I think acting-wise, he does a really fantastic job, even though sometimes it feels like he's overdoing it. But I feel like to be able to keep that energy and keep having that sort of laugh is quite difficult to pull through through the entire show and I think if anything he does a really really good job acting mm. um Sweet Tooth in my opinion like left a very strong impression as a villain to me when 100%. he first showed up I love the reprise I think of the two songs I definitely appreciate the reprise a lot more and I think his laughter <laughs> makes a song for me and that's probably why I prefer the reprise and as nice as his acting is, one thing that I couldn't get over with the character of Sweet Tooth is he resembles too much of a Joker vibe to me. And I don't know if it's because they if probably the dropped. Point. Yeah, it is the point. Okay. But I it bothers me that um, they killed Joker in the beginning of the show, saying that he's like really, really dead and there's mm-hmm. no way that he's going to come back alive. And then they bring in this pretty much the same Joker character that screams Joker to me throughout, but <laughs> except that he makes candy puns, which I actually really enjoy. I thought they were really funny. <laughs> Sometimes they're probably a little bit too quickly and I have to like pause and go back to watch and be like, oh my God, that's what he means. And that's funny. Um, but I really enjoy those candy puns. Anyways, mm-hmm. aside from that, his character's motivation, even his method of doing things is very Joker-like. And I don't mm-hmm. get if they're going to bring in a character that is like maybe 99% Joker. Why not just making the Joker? That would make so much more sense. Especially if they're drawing- the candy puns? He can just be like a, I don't know, Joker pretending to be like a new villain, but then haha, ta-da, he's actually still Joker. Maybe I don't is. Maybe, but then they should have made it in the show, like even just a brief moment to reveal himself or something. Uh, it would make so much more sense. But then mm-hmm. if they don't do that, this villain just, I don't know. It's a little I bit endorse really- you on that, actually. I really? think you should write that fan fiction where it is revealed <laughs> that Sweet Tooth is the Joker. It's a fix-it fan fiction for what they should have done in the show. And I'm going to be there right behind you promoting it. I think you are onto something good. And I agree with you about the Joker analysis there are I really smart. hope I'm not the only person thinking like this because I, I I really enjoy his character I just hope that they either make it very distinctly different from the typical Joker character or they just borrow the Joker character and then stop trying to make him into somebody else like that's my problem with it Oh, I agree with you about the Joker thing. So you have at least one person who 100% agree with you on it. I am on your side. For me, I really like the song. I think this is one of the stronger songs in the musical. I love everything about it. Like, for example, all the supervillains make puns related to their villain identities, not just Sweet Tooth. And that's kind of like a characteristic that only the villains, or at least mainly the villains have, because every single time they're on screen, they at least have one pun related to who they are. And that's such a small little quirk that they add to all the supervillains, and it works so well. Like, the attention to details is just baffling how amazing it is. And you praise the actor who plays Sweet Tooth. I'm going to do the same um he pulls out the candy whenever he makes the pun that's like his thing um and he uses the name of the candy in the sense that he uses it so he has to remember where each candy is placed on his costume and it's not somewhere that is visible like his costume looks like a normal suit on the outside so it's all inside his costume and he has to remember precisely when to pull out each candy and from where to make sure it works with whatever 
it is he's saying because otherwise the entire joke is ruined Mm -hmm. and he remembers to do it every single time perfectly and I know I would have fumbled it up if it were me so I always like had it running in my mind and kudos to the actor he did an amazing job the song itself I thought was really good it has like two of the best vocalists in Star Kids perform it just in the to start off Dylan Saunders and I forgot her name but the actress who also plays Jenny in a Harry Potter musical and I really always love their vocals they're such powerhouses and they start off this um this song Rogues Are We so I was very pleased with that the tunes itself is super catchy and the plot during the song work really well though for me I have to say it's mainly the pun thing that just stole my heart for the song I thought the puns were brilliant mm-hmm. Yeah, the puns are really fun. They're so fun. Um, next one is dynamic duet. Well, I feel like after you just said how much you like about this one, I feel like I'm going to be that person uh, who ruins it. But I personally didn't like it that much. I actually really, really didn't like Nick's singing voice. Ooh. I'm so sorry, but it's just so sharp for me uh, and I get it I get it but I just I just don't like it that much and I think mm-hmm. it's a very personal thing like it's not I mean like personal it's like the music taste is personal there's nothing personal between Nick and I I don't hate him <laughs> I don't even know him but I think there was like um there was a saying because I, I saw it online and some comments saying that some like StarKid fans wants the original StarKid team or something and then they're like mad that there wasn't enough original member or whatever but I'm not one of those people like I'm not like a diehard I need to see the original cast sort of person so I don't have anything personal against whoever plays Robin but it's just the voice like he's been there since the very beginning actually but really yeah so if you remember from a very Potter sequel he is um Peter Pettigrew I'm not sure if you looked into who wrote uh, the music and who wrote the book, but he wrote the book uh, with his brother. It's him and his brother that have been involved with StarKid since the very beginning, I believe. Good for you, Nick. That's really great. Um, So (laughs) you see, this is not a personal thing. It was my point. I just say that I don't agree with the vocal uh, yeah. 100% and he's definitely putting but... on an affectation like he's putting on a very very specific yeah. voice to make yeah. himself sound like a little kid so it's not even his true vocal yeah it, it's against. not even his... exactly exactly Becky and I feel like it just it works for somebody it doesn't work for some people and I'm one of those people and mm-hmm. that's nothing wrong with him you know yeah so don't hate me please um and don't come <laughs> after me I, I honestly don't have anything against him seriously but yeah, and as an act one closer, I also feel like it's not strong enough in my opinion because we come from the reprise and I really personally enjoy the reprise. Mm-hmm. So I actually think the reprise was supposed to be the act one closer and how it will play out in my mind is as following. So after the villain gathered together and talk about like the plan, we were like cut from there to the part in this song so where um batman and nick or sorry batman and robin found each other and they have this like sweet moment of like finally found somebody to be the buddy with and then we'll cut back to be like this is the villain and this is their plan and we are going to destroy gotham and batman done at one closes that would be how i would prefer at one to close but this Mm. is probably just me it just musically i just feel like it's not the strongest to close act one with but that's a very personal thing I feel like I'm really trying my best to, <laughs> to tell people that this no, is just me no. um but yeah I'm trying to be honest I don't want to you know say in anything I don't mean it so no and I know that you really like the production because otherwise you would never agree to cover them again and again I know this and I know you appreciate the actors and you like a lot of things about the performance so this is just one thing with a grain of salt and your true love for Star Kids and its productions is known um out of curiosity so this is something that I took into account but did you notice for example that the dynamic duet and uh, super friends so the act one closer and the act two closer have very very similar themes so I took it as it might be intentional to end either act this way so it's kind of like 
a way to disperse all the pressure and tension that accumulated and still make sure that there is kind of a light tone to this personally obviously it's really well known that I love the song it's really adorable it's also super catchy the energy during this performance is unparalleled and even the dance is fantastic and uh, that really what makes it great for me so all the elements that come around it um, to combine to the final performance so for this musical, more than even other productions, I noticed the chemistry between the cast and how friendly everybody seems to uh, like to each other. They all seem to have so much fun on the stage together. And I think this is really highlighted in moments like the dynamic duets. And that's what made me such a fan. Uh, apart from that, anything that has like a really iconic dance, I'm going to love. And this one has a very, very iconic dance to it. It's a fun duet you can do with your buddy. Um, it has a lot of like cute lyrics, like the homies, bros, pizza, Nintendo, all that kind of stuff that go really, really well together. I think it's really, really cute. It's not the, definitely not like a really strong, serious number that you would usually associate with an act one closer. So I go with you on that. Thematically, it's a little bit of an odd duck, but I still really really like it Mm -hmm. okay Okay. fair enough yeah so act two um as you may have noticed there are very very few songs in this musical compared to other one we covered so it's probably will be an episode let not a full-fledged episode but still um so act two opens with robin sucks yeah i'm okay with the song because it's short it goes straight to the point as the Mm. title suggests um as an act to opener for me it's kind of meh because musically it's not the strongest narratively it just tells you how much everybody hates robin and that's pretty much it which i guess was why it's funny or why it's supposed to be funny and i guess this is literally some comic fans who hate robin i don't know if you know but there was uh, multiple generations of Robin, right? In the yeah. comics. And mm-hmm. one generation, people hate him so much that when DC pulled the vote to let the readers vote if they want to keep Robin alive or should he be killed by the Joker, most people voted that he to be killed by the Joker. Ooh. And that's why he died. So the Dick Grayson generation? Because I know they sometimes have different names, right? I can't remember if it's that one or the okay. other one. But It'll be funny if they also pull his name to be that one because oh maybe (laughs) but I thought like Robin has a pretty complicated history with with the readers I guess Uh, so I can totally see why or what they're trying to do here is interesting in that way (laughs) I don't personally have anything against Robin as a character by the way because I don't really read comics I actually don't read comics at all and I'm not attached to like the DC comics by any means so my only exposure to Marvel DC all this superhero stuff is only by the movie I don't even watch the animated series all that much I think the only thing I watched was like what if and that's from Marvel so all that is to say I don't really know about Robin I know that he appears in the third Batman movie from Nolan series and that's it and he's definitely not a kid there so mm-hmm. so the Batman family or the Bat family, I know there's like Batwoman, whatever, um, no exposure, no experience, no attachment whatsoever. So that is all to say that I don't hate Robin as a character. So yeah. Okay. But, I pulled uh-huh. up a Reddit poll about oh, okay. the worst okay. Robin. Um, and I'm going to reveal the results. Yes, please. <laughs> so there are seven Robins. Sorry, seven. six Robins here. Okay. Here in the poll um the most hated one by far is carrie kelly then it's stephanie brown so the two female robins are the most hated then damian wayne then jason todd then tim drake and the most liked one is actually dick grayson so (laughs) maybe they should have coordinated with the name then (laughs) (laughs) but they should have requested him as a girl if that were the case and i don't think Mm -hmm. they'd do that Mm -hmm. and I'm guessing Dick Grayson is also probably the most famous reincarnation of Robin, which is why he was chosen, just to minimize confusion, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the song Robin Sucks, I never got the meta thing that some people hated Robin. But to be honest, it wasn't one of my favorites. 
musically it wasn't very catchy and the lyrics were okay not as good as some of the other songs that I do like from here I don't think it was supposed to be a very strong opener for act two considering it's not sung by like a name character though and really it is a little bit of a brief song it's not one of the more complicated songs that go on and on um, like they do have here as well so I think it's not supposed to be very earth-shattering you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, okay. but yeah I think it's it does its job pretty well. It catches up from where we left off in Act 1. It develops the grand conflict a little bit better. And it also develops the theme surrounding friendship that is the center of this musical, to be honest. But even though I wouldn't add the song to my playlist necessarily, I think it does what it needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is The American Way. If I have to choose... A favorite this is probably going to be my favorite mm. but not because of its music but because of how interestingly it features three characters in this one song and each of them understands the title of the american way differently mm-hmm. and i thought that was a very very interesting and a good inclusion of just everyone and showing you how each characters are different in their own ways um so that was a really good job for me uh, and like I said, I actually feel really bad for Superman. I actually like Superman a lot from this show. And for the disclaimer, I actually never really like Superman as a character because I don't know him. Like I never watch any Superman movie. I don't really know him, like what he does, who he is. I only came to realize he's actually half alien or he's he is alien, right? Full, full alien. Yeah. Full alien even. Oh my God um very recently like I didn't even know that was the thing like thought he was kind of like a Captain America DC version where he just granted superpowers but he is not he's like a completely different character and with his completely different storyline and I did not know any of his storyline before other than the fact that he killed his wife because um of a Joker's trap or something and I read them from Joker's Wikipedia, not even from Superman's Wikipedia. <laughs> so that just shows how little I knew about Superman. But I still really like him from the, from the show. And I thought his struggle, like not having friends, like not being popular enough and all that, it's pretty realistic because like you said, most people when they ask about their favorite superhero, they answer Batman or some yeah. people from Marvel or whatever, but very few people would probably say Superman as their first answer but anyways so I thought that was very realistic and the fact that they have Superman in the song really really does it for me because I just really can connect with him in this in the show I thought the character is very very well done um the actor did a really really good job and whenever he has a part to play in the show it was just kind of funny you know but funny in the sense that it's not just pure humor is not just a joke but also you can see how he really struggle like either is by just calling batman non-stop or just pretending to having some friends so that he doesn't seem too much Aww. of a loner like i can feel him like i relate i understand you clark it's okay so have you ever <laughs> pretended that you were at a party and you asked uh, him to keep it down <laughs> so it seems like you have friends <laughs> i never been to a party so I that's relate. a lie and i know it personally <laughs> Oh, no, we've been to a party where we left like hours before everybody else. Anyway, <laughs> it was by design. We're like, by how design. long can we stay there? Yeah, it's until... like, that's kind of good timing to just say bye. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I just want to put it out there. When I answer Superman, it's solely in the context of when people ask whether I prefer Batman or Superman. My, sa- my favorite superhero has always been Spider-Man. So just wanted to put that out there. In terms of the American way, I can see why you like it. It's such a good song. It reminded me of two different songs that we covered before. So first of all, it reminded me of Tonight, Tonight Reprise, where all the involved party in the musical Mm. collided and sang from their own perspective, because that happened here. And then it also reminded me of Made in America from Bonnie and Clyde, with all the different ways to see America, because that was a big theme of that song. And if you recall correctly, or if you recall at all, that was my favorite from that musical. It's mm-hmm. not my favorite from here, 
but I really enjoyed it nonetheless. I think it's very, very clever lyrically and it's very, very clever with the themes. And I think it's also catchy musically without being overly complex. So it fits with the rest of the other music in this musical. So all in all, I just have great positive things to say about this. Nice. Okay, the next one is To Be a Man. I don't really have too much to say about this one because I personally really hate the song. Like, <laughs> musically, it's very boring to me. Like, it feels like a rap battle, but it just lacks any real beat or energy for me. So I didn't enjoy this one at all. I was considering whether this should be my favorite or whether the dynamic duet should be my favorite. Oh, no! This one. Um, we also considered, by the way, performing this one after we um, decide not to perform the dynamic duet, especially because uh, we were very clear on who will be who, and we thought it was really, really funny, but obviously we didn't think that in the end. So I think it's a really, really good number. It's super memorable to me, at least, especially considering, you know, they added swearing to it, which helps people remember it even more, in my opinion, and in the opinion of psychological testing. Uh, if you add swear words to things, even when you study, it helps you remember whatever fact it is a little bit more because of how shocking swear words can be. Um, and as I mentioned before, like the chemistry between all the actors is really palpable here. And for me, the two actors seem to have such great fun whenever they're on stage together singing. And it shines through in this song, especially. And Apart from that, I also think it's very, very clever. It has a lot of great jokes. Um, the jokes work on multiple levels. So you have like the physical humor of the jokes, but you also have the lyrical stuff. So there is one song line where they're talking about a sidekick and then Batman gives uh, Superman a sidekick. <laughs> so I thought that was really, really funny. They have a lot of other physical humor, like pulling Superman up high to be above Batman whenever he's being condescending to him. I thought it was really, really good. It worked very well. And as I mentioned already in the dynamic duet, any song that has very memorable dance move just goes really, really hard in this musical. And it shoots up in my preference list a lot. And I just appreciate it completely. So I really, really enjoy this number. The very last number is Super Friends. Yeah, it's okay. Like, again, musically, the band just sounds way too simple for me. So <laughs> it feels like it lacks creativity and complexity. And overall, in my opinion, the song suffers from that. Mm -hmm. um, the lyrics are okay. They're very childish, in my opinion. Like, it's it just doesn't feel close to the quality of Twisted, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's one of the complaints but as a finale it's okay like it wraps everything up nicely and I guess from what you told me about the similar thing between this one and that one closer I'm guessing they're trying to like echoes back to the point where they found each other and they be friends with each other and things like that so on that note it's like a happily musical component to um, call back to that moment but it just overall it doesn't really have a lasting impression on me that's interesting um okay I feel like that's fair maybe the music is just not your cup of tea usually in the previous production I believe the musical uh, music was written by AJ Holmes and Darren Chris, and then some combination so sometimes it's just AJ Holmes somebody else or Darren Chris alone I think a very Potter sequel it was just Darren Chris, for example and a very Potter musical where the two of them and for Twisted it was AJ Holmes and somebody else that I don't remember and this one is written by neither of them so maybe you're just don't vibe with the musical style of whoever wrote this musical which is completely fair for me I think it's a cute closer it leaves you on a very good, positive, relaxed feeling. It's not one of the standout songs for me. It's not a big spectacle in the end, but I think considering how act one ended, it follows suit with the ending of act two. I don't have much to say about it either. I like some of the moments in the in the song. I really like the finally I found a friend. I finally found a friend moment. I thought it was really, really catchy. It was really cute. It felt very 90s to me for some reason. So there are some good moments in there. It just didn't stand out as well as some of the other. Mm -hmm. um musical songs for me 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that probably wraps it up. Should we go into our final thoughts? Sure. Okay. Should I start or should you? Yeah, I'm gonna start because I feel like I have more negative things to say. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So overall, I'll say I don't hate it, but I was a little bit disappointed about the quality, especially after my last experience with Star Kid, which was twisted, and that experience was really, really, really good. Um. So I had sort of like a high expectation of this one, and I'll have to say. I think a lot of things just wasn't really quite there for me. But one of the biggest complaint, and I guess you guys already heard me saying this over and over again, was was the music and the lyrics. In my opinion, they're just not there. I think the music's is fine. Like sometimes it feels like it was composed on a guitar pro or something. But then if they have to work with limited instruments, so be it.、Um, but lyrics, I think they. Really could have used more polishing for sure. There are just some questionable lyrics from time to time that has, in my opinion, again, absolutely no meaning to the plot or the character or the development of any sort. So I thought that could definitely use some work there. I also feel like overall the plot was very straightforward, but then I don't really have too much complaints about the plot itself because it's a parody, right? Like, what can you complain about, like not being serious enough or not being dark enough or anything? Like, it was supposed to be chill and relaxing, anyways. So even though in the beginning I had some difficulty getting used to that sort of vibe because. I got used to taking Batman super seriously, and then this one—it was definitely not meant to be taken seriously at all. So I had some adjustment to do in the beginning, but I think after you just take that in and let us sink it in, then you will have a much better time, like enjoying the show and stuff. Although I'm okay with plot being more lighthearted and chill, whatever. But one thing I do find a little bit frustrating was the humor itself. So I think a lot of the humor they use in this show was very superficial, very almost cheap, because there was a lot of swearing in them. And usually, I'm okay with swearing. Like I swear a lot too. But I feel like a lot of the swearing used in this show was mostly used. As a joke itself, like it's not supposed to spark another joke. It's just it was meant to be a joke by swearing, and I thought it was okay. Like I'm not a big fan of just laughing at somebody swearing, so that sort of humor just doesn't speak to me as much. And sometimes the humor is just random. I can't really think of a precise example at this point, but sometimes the song would just take a very unexpected turn. And they'll say something ra- like really random. Then I have to guess what they mean and stuff. So、um, I think overall, maybe the humor in this show just isn't really quite my cup of tea there.、Um, and this can be completely a personal thing. So that's pretty much about all the critiques that I have for the show. And I think other than that. I enjoy the Batman versus Superman subplot of the play. I think their friendship is actually very interesting and very enjoyable to watch. I, like I said, really, really started to like Superman from this show, and I thought that they described the two of、uh, the friendship between the two of them interestingly well,、uh, even though it was probably not the main focus of the show. But I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. So overall, I would say it's not my favorite Star Kids show for sure. It's not. The worst show out there as well, but I sort of wish that I would enjoy it more. What is the worst show? Star Kid franchise or、mm. just everything in general? The Star Kids one. Oh, then sorry, this probably would have to be the worst. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious. I was like, wow, you like this more than some of the other stuff we watched?、Um, but yeah, Claire, you are way too nice. There's no need to apologize for、uh. your opinions, even if it's a critique. I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to voice our opinions, and it's totally valid. I think you、um, showcased why you thought what you thought super well, and I agree with pretty much every single point you made. I have to say, I probably enjoyed this a lot more than you, but you also have to take into effect that I was like 16 or 17 when I first watched this, so. 
when you are a younger person and you watch it for the first time and it's already some uh, production you're really familiar with, I'm going to be a lot more hyped about it mm. and I'm going to have a lot of nostalgia associated compared to you. So don't feel bad. So that's to say, overall, I really, really enjoyed the musical. I watched it several times, as I mentioned. And every single time that I watched it, I paid attention to like a different aspect and I find something to enjoy in that aspect or something to admire about it. So it has repeat watch potential if you want to give it a shot okay Uh, there is really amazing chemistry between all the cast members and they all genuinely seem to be having fun on the stage together which is not something I see super frequently in very professional like productions in Broadway and West End when you have a smaller cast that really really knows each other this is something that shines through and I love seeing that um, the story itself is really innovative and engaging. There are some really good songs in the mix on top of it all, which I really liked. It also is really nice to see that they did this with DC characters, since I think they get a lot less campy and superhero corny as compared to Marvel, especially lately. And this, I think, came out before the Avengers. So this came out in 2012 and the Avengers also came out in 2012, but in May. And I think this one came in March. So just a couple of months beforehand. And they really predicted something big here because I feel like it could see the superhero movies are coming a little bit more and more frequently. But if you were old enough, I guess, to remember, this feels really weird to say, but old enough to remember 2012, the Avengers was massive. It was huge. And the cultural impact it had, just the movie itself, not obviously the franchise that followed it, was something that I don't remember seeing before. I don't know if you were really, really impacted by how the Avengers changed the entire movie industry or not, but I certainly felt it. Um, it was actually funny because I think Avengers was one of the first movie that I watched after I moved to Canada. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the theaters to just watch it with friends because they were so excited about that movie coming out. But I had no prior exposure to Marvel at all, I think. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I like watched like clips of um, like Iron Man or something, but like I didn't, I was not familiar with them for sure. So I went into the theaters only to find out that there's no subtitles in the movie theaters in Canada. This is a thing in Taiwan, by the way. So I pretty much understand nothing. (laughs) And that was my experience with Avengers. But yeah, it was really big. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Avengers is the first Marvel movie I watched on my birthday. So since Marvel movies always come on my birthday um, around May, it's really a tradition for me to watch a Marvel movie whenever my birthday hits and I never did it with the ones that previously came. I don't know if they even came on May or not, but I remember that distinctively. So it was a big cultural impact and moment, and Star Kids production really, I think, read where everything is heading and kind of understood that superheroes are becoming big, and they wanted to take something that they enjoyed and share it with, ev- with everybody else, and I really, really appreciate that. Okay. Should we go into the quiz portion? Well, I really feel like my final thoughts was a lot less eloquent than yours. Like you spent so much time justifying why you think what you think. And I was just like, yep, I like it. Um, I feel like when you like something, you don't really have a reason. You just like it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I, I think you're making me feel a little bit better than I did before. I was like, wow, Claire really put in the work. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Trust me. All right. Um, so it's quiz time. And today we are doing a quiz. How well do you know Holy Musical Batman from gotoquiz.com? This is the only quiz I found associated with this. And based on the questions, it looks like it is a good quiz. So thank you for whoever created this, uh, created by Mrs. Black. Thank you, Mrs. Black. The person that played Commissioner Gordon also played Evil Mother Goose, Sherlock Holmes, Evil Huckleberry Finn, Evil King Arthur, Sweet Tooth, Pizza Guy, Pizza Girl. Whoops. (laughs) I don't remember. Sherlock Holmes? I am going to guess that as well. Okay. I don't remember either. The song which Batman and Superman sing while they're fighting is called To Be a Man, F you, Kick Your Ass, You Suck, I'm the Man, Beat the Man. 
Um, no peeking. <laughs> <laughs> no peeking at your notes. <laughs> um, I know it's to be a man, but honestly, I think FU will probably be a better title for that. Agreed. Yeah, to be a man, I'm also going to pick that. Jerry Richter played Sweet Tooth, Two-Face. He was in the show Alfred Green Lantern. Who is this? Oh my okay, God. I'm, I'm going to tell you who he played because I don't think it's fair otherwise. But he played Ron in A Very Potter Musical and Sequel. Oh. <gasps> That's so hard. Uh, um, what? Green Lantern? Okay. You don't recognize Green Lantern? I don't. I don't. You don't. Wow. Okay. Green Lantern? Are you joking? <laughs> I feel bad um, saying this, but like Green Lantern is the same person who played Jafar as the same pl- person who played Dumbledore. Was, yeah. Okay. I thought he was from like, he looked familiar, oh. but I couldn't, I couldn't recognize him. He sings yes. too little. Like he should have more lines. Anyway. What? Dylan Saunders, the person who plays Green Lantern, he sang the entire opening song by himself. He did? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, was... I think it means I watched way too much circuits to just recognize it from the voice, but <laughs> Uh, I'm going to pick he wasn't in the show if you're sticking to your Green Lantern one. How many licks it took Sweet Tooth to kill Chili Willy? I'm going to go licks. (laughs) I'm going to go three. What does Robin want to be? A robber, a painter, the Pope, a modern dancer, a manicurist. Oh my God. I'm so bad at this. Uh, I'm like... You know what? If I don't know the answer anyway, I'm just going to pick the most ridiculous one. I'm going to pick the Pope. Okay. I want to be a modern dancer. (laughs) Who hires Superman in order to imprison Batman? George Bush, Barack Obama, Green Lantern, Sweet Tooth, Penguin. Okay, I know this is Obama. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you can also extrapolate. It was like, who was the president in 2012? Um, Yeah. What is Superman's Twitter account? Superman, the real Superman, Clark Kent, Stoops, C. Kent. The real Superman. Yeah. Same. That I know too. What channel does Vicky Vale work for? 4789CBS Fox News. Uh, oh my God. Fox News. I don't know this either, so I'm going to do seven. <laughs> Who was the leader of the Rogues Gallery before Sweet Tooth? Catwoman, Scarecrow, Poison Ivy, Penguin, Egghead, Riddler. I think it was Penguin. Same. Batman is a big bat, but a tiny pterodactyl, crocodile, eagle, dolphin, sparrow, bull. What the heck is this? (laughs) I'm really struggling. I'm sure I won't do too hot either. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna randomly pick one. Dolphin. Pterodactyl. Um, what did Sweet Tooth spend so much money on? Poison Ivy, Nine Hill, Effing Candy, Batman, his birthday party. Batman? Effing Candy. Joe Walker played Batman and Barack Obama, Penguin, Chili Willy, Huckleberry Finn, Riddler, Pizza Guy. You play another person in this one? Oh my god. <laughs> I am so, so lost. Okay, I'm just gonna randomly pick one too. Whatever. Uh, there was a pizza guy? I thought it was a pizza girl. I thought so too. Uh, oh, there are pizza guy and pizza girl, actually. Oh, I remember. Obama? Oh my god, was he Obama? I'll be really shocked if he is. You picked Obama? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick Chili Whitley. Submit Ooh. answers. Okay, what'd you get? I got 33%, which honestly is better than what I thought already. Yeah, I think you were right a third of the time. I think that's commandable. After okay, that's once, fair. Right? That's fair. Yeah. I is this come good. on, really? I know you could have done so much better. Maybe you're not top, uh, you're not up to your Twix. Like, relax and rewatch it. All right. Oh, okay. I got 92%. Whoa, look at you, Becky. (laughs) I wonder what I got wrong. Anyway, the quote is, yo, soups, 
we've got here a guy who knows everything about Batman. You've done it. You're the man. Okay, let's view the answers and <laughs> see what we got right and wrong. Okay, oh, I got the first one wrong. The person that played Commissioner Gordon also played Evil King Arthur is the right I answer. Have no idea. Then the song which Batman and Superman sing while they're fighting is called Be the Man, Be a Man, sorry. Jerry Richter played He Wasn't in the Show. How many licks it took Sweet Tooth to kill Chili Willy 3? What does Robin want to be a modern dancer? Who hires Superman in order to imprison Batman, Barack Obama? What is a super what is Superman's Twitter account, the real Superman? What channel does Vicky Vale work for seven? Who I, I guess right in that one actually. That's good. Who was the leader of the Rogues Gallery before Sweet Tooth? Penguin. Batman is a big bad but a tiny pterodactyl. Why did Sweet Tooth spend so much money on? Effing candy. And the last one, Joe Walker played Batman and Chili Willy. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So should we go into our final ranking? Sure. Um, I'll give it. Four out of ten crunch. I'm gonna give it seven point five out of ten. Bat Wayne's. Actually, okay. no. Bruce Man. No. Sure. Bruce Wayne's. No, Batman's. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. a joke for the show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. sure. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to talk to us about this episode, any previous episode we covered, or you want to give us recommendations about what to cover next, or you just want to vent about something you want to talk about, you're also welcome to do that. And you can talk to us on our social media, which is Podway Podcast, and it's on Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. And if you're not a social media person, you can also talk to us at podwaypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Bye.